Welcome to Credit Union Conversations Podcast with your host, Mark Ritter, a forward-thinking CEO who excels in helping credit unions, small businesses, and real estate investors succeed. Join Mark as he explores current trends, interviews industry experts, and get fresh insights on optimizing your operations and delivering the best possible services to credit union members. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Ritter, CEO of MBFS, a business lending CUSO that helps credit unions all throughout the country with their business lending needs. And I'm also your host of Credit Union Conversations. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope you subscribe on your favorite audio network. I really enjoy doing this show. I get lots of good feedback. I really enjoy doing this and having the conversations with our guests. And hopefully you can uh, pick up a few different items to help you and help your credit union out. And as I record this, it is fall in Pennsylvania and it is starting to get a little cooler and some of, as many of you know, I've lived in Pennsylvania just about my whole life, and my three favorite things about Pennsylvania are Penn State sports, Knobles, and the Bloomsburg Fair, and not necessarily in that order. And next week, and this will be about two weeks prior when you listen to this show, I'll be speaking to a group of uh, fair attendees, mainly high school students, about personal financial education and starting a small business and hopefully to help them out on their life and budgeting, and which really ties into our guest today. To joining me today is Sue Wardiorio, the executive director of the Cross States Credit Union Foundation. Sue, how are you? Good. How are you, Mark? It's nice to be here. I am. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, you know, the credit union industry as a financial business is in a little bit of flux, and I'm glad we get to take a break from talking a little bit about that because what you do is so wonderful for our industry. It's fun. It's great for the community. It's great for the credit union employees. So I'm uh, looking forward to digging in. So why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself and your background uh, and uh, what you're up to today? Awesome. Thanks, Mark. Um, This is sort of fun for us because I met Mark when he was a softball coach with my daughters in Pennsylvania, and he was a very committed and passionate coach. (laughs) So it's fun to be here today to talk to you about something else um, that we're very passionate about. That, uh, I did the math before the show, and that was about 14 years ago to put some age to us. So, yes, my and, girls are and don't graduated. forget and don't forget we also won a soccer championship as well. So, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Well, we never talked about business um, when we were watching our kids play sports, but um, I've actually been in the nonprofit industry for over 40 years. So if you want to calculate that in your head, I am almost 60 years old, which is um, hard to imagine. But I have a master's degree in nonprofit management and have really just been in the nonprofit world my entire career, mainly in fundraising. I worked in DC, in New York City. I lived in Maine for 15 years and worked at a university. Uh, And then in Pennsylvania, 
for the past 15 years. I worked at United Way, the Central Pennsylvania Food Bank, and now at the Credit Union Foundation. And it's sort of a perfect place for me. Um, I love working with high school students and talking about financial education. I think sometimes might sound a little dreary, but um, I feel like it's such a compelling topic. And when you work with kids and see the light bulbs go off in their heads, you know you've made a difference and you know you um, have sort of set them on their way um, so they don't fall through the cracks. So I um, absolutely love the work that the foundation does. Um, and I love the credit union industry. Our Pennsylvania and New Jersey credit unions are amazing. So it's really fun work for me. So you've been involved in a wide variety of charities and nonprofits and fundraising. And, and, and this, I believe this is your first foray into I'll call it financial services business. What really have you had any aha moments or surprised you or you didn't realize what, what would it be like when you took this position? Yeah. So um, who knew there was this incredible network worldwide of credit unions uh, as a fundraiser, I worked with credit unions. They gave donations to various organizations that I worked for, but I just didn't know about how they work together. I didn't know about their people helping people, financial uh, education aspect. It was really an eye-opener for me. And I will say, I... I had an aha moment when my son graduated college. He was moving to New York City and was like, Mom, I need to figure out how to live there. I don't make as much money as my friends. And I just looked at him and I was like, we need a budget. And we started working on a budget. And actually, to this day, he will call me to tell me how he's doing on the budget. Um, and he needs a budget because he, he do does like to spend money. Um, but he and I were talking and going through that process and I was talking to Cross State at the time and what really struck me was there's so many kids out there that you know might not have someone in their life to help them with this or um, you know maybe their family doesn't have a budget uh, which many folks do there's research out there about that and some of these tools can really help people from falling through the cracks. And um, for me, my career has always been about serving people. And so I just knew this was the place for me um, and have just really loved working with folks in the credit union um, industry and their commitment. So let's step back and talk about how things work on, on a bigger credit union perspective because so cross states credit union association is the trade association for pennsylvania and new jersey there's a lot of acronyms in our industry <laughs> lots how does 
it all fit together. There, I, I believe there's national level organizations like yourself. There's, there's all the different trade associations. And who's who in your industry? And kind of how does it all fit together with yeah. all of the charitable requests? So I am the charitable arm of our uh, cross-state association, which serves Pennsylvania and New Jersey. And I'm one of probably 20 association foundations across the country. And we all work together. We meet monthly and share ideas. And part of that is we also work with the National Credit Union Foundation. And so they have, um, we look to them for looking out to be creative and forward thinking and then they sort of share that information with us, and then we share it within our own networks. And we are all committed to financial wellness is really all of our focus. So um, promoting the financial credit union certification, reality fairs, financial wellness workshops, all of that. So that's sort of our network that we work with the National Foundation and our state um, foundations but then there's another layer and that layer is individual credit unions many times have their own foundations and I won't say many times I think that there are a number of them out there that have their separate foundations and that's a whole nother network that has a monthly call and we share information and so I participate in both um, to learn, to gather information. I'm always trying to figure out ways that we can work together. And I would say that the credit union foundations, a lot of their focus is, you know, donating and volunteering in the community. So they're very focused on the communities that they live in and supporting the people in those communities. And then the association foundations, we've you know, focus a lot on financial wellness. Does that make sense? Uh, you know, my favorite piece of the National Credit Union Foundation is what they hold, what is common, and I have been there, they hold what is commonly referred to as the credit union prom night at the uh, <laughs> GAC. <laughs> yes, I haven't been to that, but I really want to because I want to wear a long gown again. And I have my daughters have closets full of long gowns, so hopefully that, in the next yes, year. Yes, that you paid a lot of money for, and hopefully you can get another use out of. Yes, absolutely. So I do, it is a, a wonderful evening of celebrating people across the country and the work that they do. And, and there's a new movement with that um, gown, is that um, a lot of them are purchasing gowns and then donating them to a local charity. So the women are wearing, purchasing gowns and then donating them. So that was, a, I, I noticed that last year that people were doing that, which is really fun. Yeah, and if you're a guy like me, you just wear the same uh, b blue suit or black suit with a uh, plain tie that you wear <laughs> to every event, regardless of what goes on. So We have way more fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I really think it, it's exciting that what you can do is 
as you mentioned, bringing credit unions together, every credit union that I know wants to do so much good for their community. But let's say if you're a $75 million credit union from Wilkes-Barre, sometimes it's difficult to bring the resources together to you can't have your own foundation now if you're if you're a 10 billion dollar credit union they a lot of times they have their own charitable foundation and support the different organizations but so many credit unions are smaller community-based organizations where they can make such an impact by working with people like yourself and that's what i Mm -hmm. really think is special And actually, Mark, this year we started a program called See You Kind Day, and a few associations across the country started it. And it's October 9th, and what it is is encouraging credit unions in our network to do something kind that day, either donate, volunteer, you know, work with a local charity, And um, we have gotten such a strong response of our credit unions to participate. And it doesn't matter what size you are. Um, And, you know, of course, it's to do something good in your community. But it also raises up the good things that credit unions do in their communities. So we're really excited about this effort. It's October 9th, and our credit unions are just doing... They're making sandwiches for the local fire department, or they're going to an animal shelter, or they're going to a food pantry. It's also a way to pull in their staff and their team to participate, and it gives them a way to sort of educate about what is special about credit unions. It's that people helping people, and uh, I hear a lot from executives, how do I pull in my staff? How do we... How does everyone understand who we are? And so this is sort of a new program that we hope that, you know, all the employees will participate in and, um, you know, be a part of it. You know, the younger generation is so into, you know, helping and being in the community. And so I think some of this is response is from those young people. I work with um, our emerging leaders in our program a lot, and they're very enthusiastic and you know, they just get this. Um, so that's one way any size credit union um, can really participate. Uh, and then it's a way for me to get to know everybody. Yeah, you bring up such a good point because I find what happens is I'm the CEO of Acuso. I work with a lot of C-level executives. And I hate to say it, but, you know, when we kind of get the rubber chicken fundraisers in a uh, hotel ballroom at some for some community event it's the same people and sometimes we get to be like oh i get to go to an event and you know it's my third one in the week or you know it happens regularly but i think it's so important like you said to bring that mission down to everybody in the community so everybody can participate it develops your people And in today's where we're all trying to figure out retention, I just think the younger staff members, that community involvement is so much more important to them than maybe some of other generations of, you know, what I'll call the grizzled veterans like myself. (laughs) 
Yeah, and I I have a I definitely have a strong commitment to young people. I love to be around them. I, I think I just pretend that I'm 30 when I'm not. But they, you know, they humor me. Some of the things the foundation has been thinking a lot about that and trying to find other ways to, you know, pull in more than just the C-suite, even though, you know, I think they're awesome people as well. But we've started some sort of user groups. We have we run financial reality fairs in high schools. And so now we have a, a group of like 50 people who either run those fairs or are interested and it is sort of a mix of people, all different levels of the organization. And so we're trying to figure out ways to pull people in that way. We're going to start another sort of financial education council. And it's really a call to anyone who is interested. And, you know, it could be an emerging leader in a credit union who is really interested in this. And they can get ideas and go back to their credit union and say, hey, I, I really want to do this. You know, so we're really spending some time thinking about it because I think honestly I think that our CEOs are thinking about it as well and they really care about it and you know want some more ideas uh, about how to really pull folks in. So I want to talk a little bit Um, we have people from uh, all over the country who listen to this show and it's all credit union people and I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the reality, financial reality fairs. Mm -hmm. Give people a little bit, uh, because I think that is such a visible program in the schools uh, for, for credit unions to build that community presence and those connections in the community. And also it does a lot of good. So, so kind of give people a little bit of an overview of the financial literacy programs in the schools that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I will say our credit unions and all across the country, I was at a conference this summer in Vermont with other financial educators. And honestly, I'm not a financial educator. I just promote financial education. So it was awesome to be in a room with 150 educators and hearing their passion. But there's a lot of different ways that they work with schools. They go into the classroom and teach classes they do, there's even um, branches in school systems. Um, the one program that we really um, are heavily involved in from the foundation perspective are these financial reality fairs. And basically what they are is students will pick the career that they're dreaming about and find out what the starting salary is. And then they'll plunk that salary into this budget sheet and then the day of the reality fair, they go from booth to booth picking the expenses to, you know, just to live. You know, you have to have a place to live and you have to have transportation and furniture and entertainment. And they go around the room and they pick those things. And it is so eye-opening. It's eye-opening for them to find out how expensive it is to live. But they also have this... A lot of times they'd be like, wow, I had no idea my parents, like, you know, spent all this money on this or that. or So they sort of get a new pre- appreciation for their parents and how they're being supported, uh, which I al- always find funny. Um, but always, every time I go to a fair, um, there'll be a kid who's like, you know, he's picked like a Mercedes at transportation. And 
at the end you meet with the financial counselor and they go through your budget and you know if you didn't make budget they send you back to figure out what to make a different choice and there's always that kid that's picked the Mercedes they always have to go back and pick the used car and then they see how their balance is but you know it all works out and there's literally that moment there's that light bulb and you can just see it in their eyes and you're like oh okay this is how it works but I also think it's a moment of oh I can do this you know I can pursue this career you know it really gives kids a hope for their future like okay you know, the, I got a couple tools. I got some advice here. I can really make it. And that, for me, that's what it's all about. You know, it's that they get that moment of hope and um, they leave feeling really confident. Um, so I, the, it's a really great program and credit unions do it all across the country in many different ways. Some have apps, some have um you know, they just do it in variety of forms. Even our credit unions do it in different ways. And, you know, we're, we're working on some more, you know, technology and that kind of thing. But um, honestly, the face-to-face, the hands-on, you know, talking to the kids is really, um, it, it's, it's a really impactful program. Yeah, the the financial reality fairs that I've participated in, I just find that you have such a value with how holding the conversations as opposed to just picking pointing at a screen mm-hmm. where you because they have questions and they want to talk and you can answer them and and kind of make a deeper impact when you're talking to the people. You know, and for a couple years, things got out of whack with remote schools and were they in and did you, you know, were you allowed to go in the schools? But, you know, things are back on track. And I think it's so important that our credit, you you know, this is a a way to help make an impact and, and build your presence in your community. And you have the support of the foundation behind it to to help make it happen. It's not something that you have to recreate everything that you do about how many uh maybe just in pennsylvania new jersey about how many different financial reality fairs are held in in a school typical school year ballpark is number is fine well so last year which this this past six months we've reached five thousand kids and like i want to say 10 or 15 fairs there's usually like 200 whatever that calculation is (laughs) But, um, and that's sort of just, that was really just getting back into school. So I, I see in the next six months till the end of the year, we'll easily reach 5,000 kids. And as people um, start getting back into it, we have these reality fair kits with all the materials you need all across Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Um, as we promote it and everybody's back into schools, We'll be able to, I, I, I'm just going to make this up, but I think we could reach 20,000 kids in a year easily um, because we'll reach at least 10,000 and this is, we're just starting to build things up. So 
Um, we do reach a lot of kids, and it's amazing. I have a great story, Mark. Um, Go right ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was talking to a board member, and he was telling me oh, he's very passionate about financial education, and he actually took the reality fair and um, had put it uh, in Excel so he could use it virtually during the pandemic. And so he'd go into the classroom and do it that way. Um, but prior to the pandemic, he had, um, you know, he goes into this, he's the CEO, he goes into the schools with his team. And he told me recently, a fellow was in his credit union, um, there to open a business loan. And he said, you know, I met you at a reality fair when I was in high school. And he said, really? said, yeah, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to go to college. I wasn't sure. And during the reality fair conversation that I had with you, you helped me realize, you know, one thing that I might want to do was to be an electrician. And so after the fair, I pursued that. And now I run my own business. And he was there to get a business loan uh, to expand his business. And... Um, I just thought that was fantastic. You know, that's that's what it's all about. Um, and he told his friends, and they all go. They're all members of the credit union, and um, so I just thought that was a fantastic story of what it's all about. You know, and I always say, I I just think people have there's all these little inflection points in their life that can kind of change your trajectory one way or another, and you never know when they are. So I think it's just important to help out, particularly the high school children, to, to just guide and answer a question. And, you know, sometimes I'll get people just asking me about a career. Uh, they don't want anything from me. They just want to talk about, you know, a career or options. And I always enjoy doing that because you never know when you can make an impact. And, 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 and it matters. So just like, just like you said, it really matters. Yeah. yeah I just had a, one of my kids friends just told me about a conversation I had had with him in high school that changed the direction of his academic choices. And it was just a, it was just a talk in the car. Um, and that's what happens at these fairs. Um, and it really can make such a huge difference. It doesn't, might not seem like a lot, but it can change a person's life. Okay. All right. Well, well, we'll wrap things up here, and I'll let you. Uh, you know, I, I, I would wish every credit union uh, to be involved with the charitable foundation in their state and their trade associations. So I'll let you make a, make a final pitch on, on why it's important that the executives listening are involved with their foundation and, and, and give them a pitch for becoming involved in the uh, reality fairs and tell people how to contact you and the foundation if uh, they want to talk further. Yeah, so I can be reached at um, crossstate.org. Uh, um, on the website, and there's a section about our foundation in particular. But I, I think the I think that the credit union foundations are committed to financial education, and it, it really is 
sort of one of the heart and souls of being a credit union. And all the foundations, they raise money so they're able to run these wonderful programs and reach people in their communities and really support a lot of the credit union foundations all support capacity for smaller credit unions, uh, technology, you name it, because we all want our credit unions to be thriving and in the community. And that's what we're here. That's what we're here for um, is to help our credit unions be connected to the community and really help the people in the community. Because we do know if we can create hope for hope for one person, we can create hope for the community and we can all have good lives. So um, definitely reach out to me if you have questions and I can tell you that other association foundation executives are wonderful, committed people, and anyone would want to hear from you. Great. Well, MBFS has really enjoyed our relationships with the Cross States Credit Union Foundation in the past, and we really look forward to sponsoring and, and helping uh, the foundation as we can in the future. So, Sue, it's been great having you on. I've enjoyed the conversation. And uh, for everybody listening, I really encourage you to get involved with your local uh, credit union organizations, uh, charitable foundations, uh, and, and really think about us going ahead with the financial literacy programs if your credit union is not doing that already. So I'm Mark Ritter, your host of Credit Union Conversations. Uh, please subscribe to us on your favorite audio platforms. We drop episodes every other Tuesday. Uh, thank you to my guest, Sue Ward-Diorio, the Executive Director of the Cross States Credit Union Foundation. Thank you to everybody. Have a great day and talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Credit Union Conversations podcast. Have a question? Visit markritter.com for more information.